0: When we think about human design too, that's one of the reasons I love integrating it with business because there are so many layers and flavors that really are unique for us and how we all have our own gifts that allow us to kind of take what you like and what works from someone's system and then someone else's system and then a piece of this and a piece of that and really allow it to like sit and integrate and allow you to come up with, like with your own recipe because... There is no one size fits all. There is no five step formula that works for everyone. It's really about getting to know yourself.
1: For some of the most pivotal years of my life, tears were tucked back and hidden behind a masquerade of being tough, being a warrior, someone who could hustle, work hard and get things done. But it wasn't until I started to get more in tune with who I really am that things took off in my business. Welcome to I Might Cry, a podcast exploring how heart, mind, body, and spirit are all deeply woven into the way we do business. With guest interviews from experts in business strategy, therapy, emotional intelligence, the human body, and so much more. I'm your host, Elizabeth Marks of Almond Leaf Studios. I've been capturing luxury weddings around the globe for decades, and now have the privilege of educating others on how to build and grow profitable business, doing what they love, I'm on a journey of self discovery, of becoming more of the uniquely beautiful, messy, and complex human that I was created to be. And I wanna invite you to do the same. Join me on this adventure of uncovering the walls we've built that keep us stuck in patterns of limitation so that we can journey into living life with arms and hearts wide open. Let's venture into this together. I am so excited on today's episode to have somebody that's been in my corner for a while and has just the most beautiful, calming, uh, just delightful energy and presence that you just want to be around her. You just want to like share a space with her. We are now currently in a mastermind together. But even before that, she just kind of carried this presence that just was magnetic. And so I am so delighted and honored to introduce you to Alicia, who is an expert in human design. And I know a lot of you are probably like, what the heck is human design? So here we go. Introduce us, Alicia, to yourself and to what human design is.
0: Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction, Elizabeth. So yeah, my name is Alicia Nicole, and I have been studying human design since 2018. Actually, human design and gene keys, I kind of intertwined them a little bit. They're sister systems, I guess you could say. And then beyond that, I also have been in the internet marketing world and just online business since 2009. And... Really, seen behind the scenes of a lot of top authors, speakers, and coaches, and getting to support them in different ways. And that's actually kind of why I was so drawn to human design because it was another modality and tool that I could have in my toolbox that really allowed me to have a framework and a way to navigate some of the different patterns and things that I was seeing pop up time and time again with different clients and their clients and things like that. And so it's just been so fascinating something that definitely has a hold on me. And I just like, am learning about every day. There's there's so much to dive into. So I'm excited to take a peek into that world and and bring y'all into it together.
1: I love that so much. Can you give us just like a quick overview for somebody that's like, I've never heard of human design. Just what is human design in a nutshell? Yeah, that's such a good question.
0: Human design is a mix of a bunch of different things. You can kind of think of it like a synthesis of astrology. So in order to get your human design chart, you can just go to Google. You'll see a few different places that will allow you to get your chart for free and it'll ask all the information that you would normally put in when you go to get your astrology chart. But when you press enter, you'll get this like weird looking chart and they call it a body graph and they'll have a bunch of different shapes and numbers on it and arrows and words. Like
1: what the hell is this thing? It looks like a different language. Um, You're like, am I in a math class right now?
0: (laughs) Right? Yeah, totally. Like what is happening here? And it's a mix of Chinese I Ching, Hindu chakra system, Judaic Kabbalah. And just like a mesh of all these different systems that have come together. And it was channeled by this guide named Raw. I can't remember exactly when. So if you're like super curious about the background and how all those things come together to create the body graph, you can totally Google. There's tons of stuff around the basics that will explain the details of those things better. But when I think about human design, I really use it as like a navigation tool to help me understand, first of all, myself and then my clients and like the people around me when it comes to energetics and mindset perspectives and different strategies for how we can navigate life and business in alignment with our soul. So I have a little mm-hmm. bit of a, a different take as well than some of the, the Ooh, people that us. have been yeah, traditionally trained. If you dive into the human design world, there's like almost kind of two, I mean, really more than that camps, but definitely people that have been like classically trained by raw and have gone down that path and see it all as like Bible and are not open for interpretation. And that's not the path that (laughs) is aligned with me. So I've studied with a bunch of different teachers and coaches and taken different interpretations, like the non-traditional sense, I guess. And so even the way that I look at things and describe things might be slightly different than what you've heard. If you've, you've heard of human design, you do some Googling. For myself, I had to kind of translate it in a way that made it practical and understandable. And that's one of the things my clients say they love is that I'm able to express it in a grounded way. And like to use it as a tool so i i'm not like follow it like bible i'm more like this is one of the tools in my tool bag in the same way that i pull out tapping or mindset and journaling or you know we have an internet marketing strategy and just like how do we play with them together so for me i see it as a way to align with your soul self and what your soul came here to like embody and part of your soul's mission in this lifetime and then like some of the human patterns and shadows and things that you'll bump into and get to explore and experience as you're navigating life in this lifetime. So that's my unique flavor.
1: I will say for anybody listening to like one of the first interactions that I had with you, Alicia, is Mm -hmm. you were a support coach for somebody else and you were hosting this space and you continue to just like amaze me with your intuition. Like you just kind of like knew when to like nudge me or when to ask a certain question or like what kind of question to ask. And so I'm super curious. Is that a part of your human design training? Is that part of the background? Is that just something you're inherently gifted with? Like, how does all of this work and come together? Because what I hear you saying, reflecting back to you is this, like you take more of a holistic approach of coaching and that human design just happens to be one of your favorite tools in the tool belt. Does that feel true?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's such a beautiful way to reflect that. Yeah. Thank you for seeing me in that way. So I actually started my spiritual, like my major spiritual awakening, I guess, in like 2011, coming out of the Christian religion. I had a lot of indoctrination and getting to learn myself on a whole new level rather than like who the church or people in my family had told me I was. And so I started with like chakra healing or the chakra system and like energy healing and blended together and getting to know myself, through personal development. And I remember actually like one of the first things I Googled and like looked up on Kindle was like, how do you tap into your intuition or like, how do you increase your mm. intuition? because I started just really feeling this pull and I didn't, it was actually my intuition at that time. Mm -hmm. So went down that journey, was not super excited with the books that I was finding. I was like, this is actually not helpful. So I just kept like exploring and started developing my intuition through energy healing first, and then just different modalities and different spiritual paths and just kind of following the breadcrumbs of my intuition. And then when I came to human design and looked at my chart, Actually, I'll say this too, because I've heard this experience from other people. So I'm a projector. In human design, there are five different energy types, and we'll kind of talk about those flavors in a minute. But my energy type is a projector. And depending again on who you're learning from and the, their interpretation and, and language that they use, some of it can be a little bit disempowering. So when I heard that I was a projector, it felt like bitterness, which is part of the not self theme. And I'll break that down in a second too. But I was not super excited about my chart. And I remember like, okay, why are people teaching this? What is the benefit of this? And like actually looking at the chart and like sticking with it long enough to, again, like look for many different sources until it felt like it was aligned with me and the way that I could understand and and apply it as well. And so Mm -hmm. once I got to that approach and and the teachers that took a non-traditional path with it, I did learn that as a projector, part of my gifting is to have the ability to essentially like laser focus my energy into somebody else's aura. And so, when I'm in tune with myself, that does kind of come out as intuitively being able to get to the root of things and Mm -hmm. really be able to guide other people and guide their energy in a way that helps them create success, whatever that looks like for them in the moment or towards their longer term goals or things like that. And so, I was able to then, once I was aware of it, develop that and be more intentional with it. So, kind of a mix, like I was already kind of on that journey. And then Human design was the flavor that helped me focus it and develop it more intentionally, I guess you could say.
1: Mm, I love that. Can you kind of go into just the different types since we kind of touched on it and just explain like what they are and what they mean, how somebody Mm -hmm. might know what they are? I know you talked about kind of your birth chart, but maybe Mm -hmm. kind of give a breakdown first and then how to figure out what you are if you don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. So there's five different types. And the generators and manifesting generators, again, depending on on who you're learning from, make up about 70% of the population. And some of the teachers will actually lump manifesting generators with the generator. Some will separate them out. And both of those types have... So when you're looking at your chart there's the different centers and they're correlated with the chakra system and then there's two extras because the chakra system has 7 and the chart you'll see 9 different shapes or centers as they call them. And so generators and manifesting generators have a defined sacral meaning that they always have access to life force energy, the ability to be like lit up and passionate and magnetic. So that is part of the flavor that makes them a little bit different than projectors, manifestors, and reflectors, which are the other three types who have an undefined sacral. And that means that they don't always have consistent access to that life force energy, so they'll experience it when they're interacting with other people. So for example, for me, I'm a projector. I have that center white. And that means that I, you, Elizabeth, as a generator, have yours defined. It's colored in red. So I'm actually absorbing and taking in some of your life force energy and your passion and getting lit up and like turned on just even being in your space. So that is part of the human design system is like looking at how you interact with different types Mm -hmm. and different centers and things like that. And then with the generator, you guys have an enveloping for us. You really like take things in. And when you're in alignment, you find that you're extra magnetic and are just pulling things into your experience to respond to. And then a manifesting generator is also kind of a mix between a generator and a manifester. So there are some unique things about the chart that have flavors of both those different types and manifestors. Again, they don't have the sacral, but they are the type that, when it comes to their ore and, and kind of like their role in the world, they're the ones that are here to like just do it, like Nike says, and get things started and to inform and really be the trailblazers who like have that fire and bring things to the path in that way to get it started. Whereas generators are here to respond to things going on in the environment. And then based on what they're passionate about and lit up by and, and have life force energy to carry out, they can then become masterful and build and manifesting generators have a mix of those two, where they're here to kind of start things and then build the things that are aligned. There's like all these little nuances in the ways that the the interact, and part of the roles. And then projectors have that penetrating aura, so we're really absorbing a lot of data on multiple levels, and we're here to guide the energy, not necessarily do a whole lot of work all the time because we can get depleted. So rest, but like in an aligned way is really important for projectors. And then reflectors are a little bit different because they're the most rare type and their aura is more of like a sampling aura and all of their centers are open. That means that they're sampling and flavoring all the different energetics from people around them that are defined or like also, there's a, a thing about like the transits and the way that the sun influences the gates and the centers that define different areas and everything. So the reflector will always have like a, a different experience based on who they're around. And they're mirroring that back to other people, like reflecting it back mm-hmm. to them. In general, those are some of like the major things. And then when you dive into everyone's chart there, it can go even like more individualistic.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I I would imagine like some people listening are probably thinking like, that's great, but like, what am I and how does this help me? You know? And so Mm -hmm. I think the first place that I found some really interesting support was, I think it was an app even. I don't know if you have any good resources that you would want to direct people to or to a human design reading, maybe from yourself or from others. Mm -hmm. But where would you say if somebody is like hearing this and they're like, this all sounds like a totally different world. I've never heard of this, but I'm super intrigued and curious. Like where would you suggest Mm -hmm. they start?
0: Yeah, that's such a good question. Well, it's interesting too, because I've talked to other people who have had readings and some they really resonate with and some they don't. I would love to be able to give like one resource or one path or direction, but also part of my design is a lot of individualistic energy. So really, I think it's about finding your own direction and who you resonate with, because two people could be saying practically the same thing, but slightly differently or different energetics. And one you'll really click with and totally understand and be able to like continue that conversation with. And somebody else might feel like chalk, just scraping yeah. nails on chalkboard <laughs> no scraping, that. So you won't resonate. So I would say If you like the non-traditional path and what I'm saying resonates and you're curious, definitely I'm open and available for readings and can dive deeper into that. If you like the non-traditional path, Paige Michelle is one of the people I learned from. And then Karen Hurry Parker is also someone else. And she dives into quantum human design. So a few different people on the internet that have some great resources in addition to myself. And really, I would just say, like, give yourself permission to to Google and look on Instagram and check a few different people out and see who you resonate with. And then just follow those breadcrumbs and trust Mm -hmm. yourself to dive in a little bit deeper because the system is so complex and there's so many different areas to look at and ways that you could apply it. You don't want to try to eat the whole elephant at once. Give yourself permission to to just start looking at your chart. And then maybe like one little area you want to focus on and notice actually where the energy sparks for you and allow yourself to follow that and then let it evolve from there.
1: That's really amazing. And what I'm like thinking about is how, well, two things like one, when you were talking about just like all the different types, I was imagining like different people that I have learned from like different coaches I've had or different influences throughout the years, you know, some of them that have that more like hustle, work hard, kind of like power mm-hmm. through kind of energy. Yeah. And then others that were like all strategy, like it's not mindset at all. It's completely strategy. You've got to have my perfect strategy. And if you don't have to this, well, that's why it didn't work because you didn't use A plus B equals C. And while some of those experiences were incredibly frustrating for me because I <laughs> felt like I joined with this promise of whatever desired outcome I had at the time, and then didn't see that to fruition. It also allowed me to learn so much from so many different people, and to begin to recognize that, like, we're also created so differently. Like, clearly, that mm-hmm. was working for them. Like, that system, that strategy was working for them, and this one over here was working for them, and and this one over here was working for them, and and so it's also been a huge part of my journey of like learning. To own my own truth and to step out into that power of like, I'm not going to be for everybody. Mm -hmm. But what I have to say, I do think really matters. And I think there are a lot of people that need... To see that and get that permission from me and my experience and what I have learned, just like I can learn from them. You know, I'm hosting a mastermind right now myself. And even the people in the mastermind, like I love showing up and like serving them and caring for them and helping them and witnessing them and helping them move throughout the world and navigate the things that are coming. But just as much as I am helping them, they continue to help me too. And I continue to just be lit up by like that experience. I think what I love about the idea of human design or any tool like it is as you move throughout life, like noticing differences, noticing that like we are all created differently. And so we're not all striving to be the same thing. We're not all trying to morph into like one collective being. Like that would be so boring in this world. Like that's the beauty of the world and of the universe. And so I think learning more and more to step into your own truth and to be aware of it allows you to not only move throughout the world in a different way, but to feel more at peace. When you're talking about alignment, I think you use some like big words that I just like really want to pause on Mm -hmm. for people. Cause I'm like, no, I didn't really fully know what those words meant five years ago. And now they're such a part of my repertoire because they have such deep meaning, Mm -hmm. like a soul aligned path or a soul aligned decision, like in your business, like what? (laughs) I didn't even know that that was a thing five years ago, you know? Yeah. Um, That's such a good point. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I don't really have a question with that other than just like processing and digesting, I think some of what you're talking about and Mm -hmm. maybe an invitation for anyone listening to just permission to be you permission Mm -hmm. to like do things your way. And so I would love to hear from you. I think, Alicia, like, let's say that we're entering back into human design and we're like, okay, this is an elephant. I don't know. This is overwhelming. Alicia said to just do like bite size. I don't know where to start. How do we begin to bring more awareness to who we were really designed to be and how we're created to like move throughout this world in a way that's empowering to others? Is there any... That's such a good question. Yeah. So, mm, so many
0: great points that you brought up too, like about soul alignment, all these things that I'm just like, oh yeah, that's, that's normal. But you're right. <laughs> like it's not everyday conversation. We don't learn about that in school.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> we're just so immersed in it. Yeah. That... And I
0: love that you brought up decision-making too, because actually that is a great place to dive into when it comes to your human design chart. When you look at it, there will be some words. So your type is the energy type that we chatted about earlier. And then each energy type has a strategy and an inner authority. And those are clues to how you are best designed to make your aligned decision. For me too, when I think about alignment, I think about flow and lack of resistance And where, like, the magic can happen Mm -hmm. in ways that you never expect. So, learning your strategy and authority will definitely be helpful, confusing at first as well. So, welcome to that world. (laughs) That's probably part of the path. And then, again, just kind of sit with it, digest it, see how it integrates each day. And then, another area is your not self theme. And the not self theme for me, I really look at that as like just a clue. That something is out of alignment. So, what does it um, mean?
1: Not self theme. Can you? Mm-hmm,
0: yeah, break that down. So, for each type, there are different flavors of what it looks like when you're out of alignment. So, for you as a generator, you're not self theme is frustration, and you had mentioned like hiring coaches and feeling so much frustration.
1: Mm-hmm. Whereas like frustration is a big part of my journey. I have like years Mm. of frustration.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think that's also like normal human things too. So it's interesting when you take like the human aspect into account and pull back again, like even more holistically beyond just the human design chart, because there are certain things that like you are going to be frustrated about during the day. Like for example, you might get frustrated washing your dishes and that could mean that it's time to outsource and hand that off to your child and pay them money to do that chore. So you never have to do something that doesn't light you up or a maid, or it could also be about like, okay, what do I get to do to change my perspective on these dishes? And how can I find gratitude for running water? And the fact that like, I even have something to eat off of and food to eat? Or is it that I get to change how I'm practically interacting with doing the dishes? Do I need to stop doing them at night when I'm exhausted and do them in the morning time? Or like giving yourself permission to explore that frustration, not make it mean anything, but look at how you can work with it to shift it in a different way. And then taking that into like your business or your career as well. So if you're Finding that you're attracting a certain type of client when it comes to your wedding photography business, for example, that can be a clue if you find yourself frustrated at the same point each and every time, okay, is it the type of person I'm attracting? Is it the way that we're communicating or onboarding? Is there something that always happens at the end of the wedding that's super frustrating? And like, where are the kinks and where is my opportunity to get back into that space where I feel the flow where I'm lit up and passionate and excited about what I'm doing and why I started doing this and how I get to express my creativity and how you make those decisions all along the way, and how that affects
1: the big picture. Mm.
0: So, you know, I just said a lot there, and I give a few different examples. <laughs>
1: no, it's good. I'm just but, like processing mm. it all. Yeah, we had a. Mm-hmm. I'm processing it. My last wedding, there was an experience here that was very frustrating, and it didn't have anything to do with mm-hmm. the couple at all. But it was about another vendor who was just not being professional that was exactly mm-hmm. what I did like the entire way home. First, we had like our little like frustration party where we just like went crazy with my second shooter and I on the hour drive home, yeah. just like that was insane. And that was nuts. And that's not okay. <laughs> and just like getting it out. Like just talking yeah. about like getting it out of our body, like not holding it in, mm-hmm. not trying to like judge the fact that we feel so strongly about it, but just like allowing those things to be present and being with them and then like moving them out. And then it's like, I almost didn't even finish that. And I found myself shifting into like problem solving, like, okay, Mm -hmm. how do we not do this next time? Like, how do we like figure out, do we like (laughs) just tell people, like, I don't want to work with other vendors like that. I immediately switched into like that, where I was like, even noticing that and wondering like, wait, did I finish digesting and like processing and grieving and moving all of that Mm -hmm. through? Or did I just jump right to like the practical yeah. So it's really interesting that you bring that up. That's where my mind is going is to that last experience. Yeah.
0: I love that. Yeah. And it's a great question and way to think about it too. And especially because we are individuals, but we are co-creating our realities and interacting mm. with other people who hmm, may or may not be in alignment with their chart and with their highest gifts or even caring about that kind of stuff or their highest potential, yeah. or maybe they're just having a really crappy day and their shadow patterns and really putting that out energetically. And then you're also receiving some of that. So mm-hmm. there is no really like clear cut formula, even when it comes to those type of things, which some people in human design will tell you, like if you're frustrated, that means you're totally out of alignment and don't do things you hate only do things that you're lit up by. And to me, there's so many nuances and so many different things to take into account and even moment to moment and what chapter of life you're in and stage of business and other surroundings that there gets to be so much more grace and compassion, but then also other things that get to be pulled in as you're navigating that experience. And I find that when you have awareness at that like frustration is a signal maybe for like yellow light as you're moving through things, then you get to know, okay, if I continue down this path, I could see how this could cause even bigger frustration could Mm -hmm. really become a problem like red light or how can I acknowledge it, release it, shift, and then get into the energy of satisfaction, which is on the other side for generators. That's almost like a clue that you are in alignment. Things are flowing because you're feeling satisfied or Mm -hmm. how can you get into that energy of satisfaction? Or even thinking about like bowling. Those are like your bumpers as you're trying to get to your end goal.
1: Yeah, that's a good analogy. That's helpful. I'm interrupting this episode briefly to let you know that if you could use a little support as you grow your business and really work on expanding your heart and your mind, creating your own version of success in your own life, I'd love to have you apply. You can go to almondleafstudios.com forward slash coaching to get your application in and apply for one-on-one coaching with me. Now back to the show. You were talking about in the beginning about online marketing, kind of being in that world mm-hmm. and like supporting like a lot of different people. And you have me like super curious. I'm like, give me the juicy mm-hmm. details, Alicia. Like tell me all the things <laughs> behind the scenes of all the people you've been working with over the years. Oh man. Um, I'd love to hear Sorry. just like, are there any commonalities that you've noticed throughout your years of of working and supporting people, common things or common mistakes that I think maybe would benefit all of us who are growing businesses with an online presence that would be supportive to like witness and know and just normalize that like, it's okay. It's just part of the process and it's normal and that you still get to have the things that your heart desires, even if you have hard days or even if you have I don't know, X, Y, Z experience. Is there anything that comes Mm -hmm. to mind? Oh man, so many things in so many different
0: directions. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I think the biggest thing that I think would be helpful, and you already kind of touched on, one of the reasons why I pulled away from some of the bro marketing, internet marketing type of stuff really gave myself permission to explore my own path and really bring like more of my intuitive gifts and spiritual gifts like online into my business has to do with the fact that there definitely is a certain subset of the internet marketing culture that like you said they're very much in their goober stage where they have a lot of experience they have a lot of strategies they've really figured out how to make it work for themselves and for some of their clients and they they present themselves as an expert and as the only one that has this very special method and five step formula that will solve all your problems and mm-hmm. you know help you have like 2
1: million dollars in 2 days and Ooh, this is you don't real do I'm like yes I know exactly what <laughs> kind of people I have mm-hmm. studied under some of those people
0: yes they have taught me a lot of ways that I don't want to mm-hmm. do things in business yes. yeah <laughs> and actually a lot of my clients now come to me after <laughs> working with those type of of people so I would say, just like in the world, right? There's like so many different flavors of people out there, and then some of them come online and they they really blow up or they pay to become internet celebrities, which is a thing. And give yourself grace if you found yourself in those situations before or really drawn to their marketing. A lot of it is not always ethical, and they really, know how to present things in a way that get to your pain points and then kind of twist and put you in a vulnerable Mm -hmm. position. And then, you know, say like, this is the only solution. And like, if you don't sell your car and max out 17 credit cards and put your house up for mortgage, it's because you don't want it bad enough. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just all these like crazy things that don't have to be true. If if you don't want to play in that reality. So if you've been there, like, give yourself grace and compassion. I think we all have. And that the system is set up that way for certain people to have power and to benefit from it. And also, it's not the only way. So invitation to process and digest that and, and release it. And then also get really clear on like what you do want to experience and what you would love when it comes to being mentored or guided or coached by somebody else, right? And so like, I love that you mentioned the holistic perspective and merging the mindset and the strategy piece, like in the fact that there's such a bigger world out there and there are other people that have good hearts that are doing their own internal work to process their own stuff and can actually hold space for you as a whole human and support and guide you without shaming you and trying to force you into their system. Yes. Because that's the other side too. I did have some really great clients who are like Mind Valley and Hay House authors and have really been on the personal development side who had gained a lot of skills and tool sets. And, and you could see very clearly, at least I could when I was working for them, like who did the inner work and brought that to their teams and how that trickled down to their clients and their their work and their legacy that they're putting out there versus who had just found a hack or strategy and like hammered it in the wall and tried to force people into that and and made them feel shameful when it didn't work. I think those are 2 really big things that stand out to me as contrasting experiences. And then when we think about human design too, that's one of the reasons I love integrating it with business because there are so many layers and flavors that really are unique for us and how we all have our own gifts that allow us to kind of take what you like and what works from someone's system and then someone else's system and then a piece of this and a piece of that and really allow it to like sit and integrate and allow you to come up with like with your own recipe because that's what I found really works best for people is that there is no one size fits all. There is no five-step formula that works for everyone. Mm it's really about getting to know your, yourself, your own shadow patterns and like potholes or blind spots, and then also your own gifts. And how can you process the things that are constantly going to be popping up for you and trying to get in your way, or maybe even self-sabotage or really self-protect as you're growing and expanding your business. And then how can you really give yourself permission and explore like your own gifts and your own uniqueness and then build those and amplify those and create safety being seen and being paid for those. And so even for example, you've mentioned that you feel like such grounding, loving, calm energy from me. So like when I first discovered my chart, that's actually part of my life's work is I have the gift frequency of universal love and acceptance. Mm. And so when I'm operating at that frequency, people just feel it and they're magnetically drawn to it. And they, they see the value in that and they benefit and they want to be in that energy. And then also I have 852, which is about stillness and like the gift of restraint and like that beautiful grounded energy in the the expanded frequencies. But then also like in the shadow patterns, it can show up as stress. So I can definitely see how I've moved to a journey in my life and in my business. And so now using human design, I kind of use that again as a navigation tool of like, okay, I am noticing I'm becoming really stressed in my business. That's a clue for me of like, oh, okay, I'm just operating this part of my chart. I know the gift frequency gets activated when I give myself permission to like drop into my body, breathe, get into that space of stillness, get in touch Mm -hmm. with my intuition. Then I'll get more clarity, figure out what I can actually shift and change to de-stress. And then when I start doing that more often and, and leaning into my gifts and my value, I hold and embody that energy in a way that other people notice the contrast of, or want to be in those those aspects with me.
1: Do you find on a practical level mm-hmm. that things just get done better too, and they happen easier when you're in that? Oh, space? Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. It's something that we've talked a lot about. Some of my coaching clients, where sometimes when you feel that like to do list feels like mm-hmm. it might actually suffocate you, like you might yeah. actually drown in your to-do list. <laughs> that mm-hmm. sometimes the best thing you can do is not get to work on it, but to like step away from it and go get yeah. into nature or take a nap in a hammock or go on a walk or, you know, do something else. And then when you come back to reapproach that to-do list, you're able to like see it so differently and you prioritize it differently and it literally feels like magic. Like sometimes you just yes. like start working on it and you're like, wait, it's all done. And in an hour, like I thought I yeah. wasn't gonna get it done in two days, you know? You're like, <laughs> how did that happen? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and that's part of what I love about it is just being in the flow and feeling
0: like that, that moment of like, wait, this does feel like magic. How did that even happen in the way that your brain can't even like wrap around mm-hmm. all the time? So I love that you have like a felt experience of that. And, and even looking at your chart too, you have some of your gifting as around like helping people when they're in the shadow of chaos, get Mm -hmm. into that space where they can organize and innovate. And in order to do that, you have to be able to hold them through the chaos, help them free ground, and then get to that space where they actually have the clarity can tap into the creativity and move through things to innovate. So I love that. Mm even just hearing the embodiment of your gifts. And then when you know that too, you can use that in your marketing and in your sales process. And to me, that's what it's about too, is like when you know yourself and the value that you bring to the table and the way that the energetics and the way that applies practically, you can kind of integrate that into your business, but then you're building your business in a way that feels good for you. You have more flow, more space for that magic and you're attracting to me, like soul aligned clients that can clearly see and resonate with what you have to offer. So then when they do sign up and work with you, there isn't that buyer's remorse or like that regret or that shame of like, Oh, they promised me this or that, but Mm -hmm. actually it's not totally looking like this or that, but it's because you're in alignment with your gifts and what your soul came here to give in this lifetime. And you're expressing it with clarity. So energetically people are more magnetically drawn to you, and there, there's not like all this stuff hanging out, kind of blocking it, or like a muddiness on a windshield, making it harder for them to like find you and pay you for your authentic self and your authentic gifts. And you enjoy the clients and you enjoy the work, and then like abundance builds. And like, I just see it all as like this beautiful upward spiral.
1: Oh, I love that so much. To mm-hmm. me, that's like just a perfect way to segue into like the importance of this work of like not just for your own self of like learning more about yourself, but also just with the way that you move through the world on just a personal level, like relationally with like friends, family, other people, like building those relationships, like the more grounded and centered and aware mm-hmm. that you are with who you were designed to be and how you naturally move throughout the world and the areas that you naturally excel and the areas that you tend to hide, all of those behaviors and patterns, but also like into your business, like you're saying, yeah. like. It's not just like we don't just do self-development work to just like learn about ourselves and like be in this like fluffy energy of like, Mm -hmm. let's just feel good about ourselves and talk about ourselves all the time. Like this egocentric thing. Yeah, truly, because the more I learn about myself, the better I am able to love my people, Mm -hmm. to love my family, to love my husband, to love my kids, to love my neighbors, like literally and metaphorically, to love my clients, to show up and serve them, to like you're saying, like to draw them in and to hold space for them. We're like noticing when something they're going through might trigger something in me. And the more self-aware I am, the more I can go oh, I noticed that, but I'm not going to actually bring that to the table in this moment. I'm going to just like sit with that and notice it and be here to serve them. Whereas five, 10 years ago, I would have just reacted based on what was happening internally within me. So I love all of this. And I love this conversation so much, just that like what the capacity is at human design and just anything that is intuition based and I don't know, just really bringing your life into alignment, you know, like what the Mm -hmm. possibility is there with people.
0: Yeah. I love what you just shared too. And it reminded me about the centers. So I kind of had mentioned Mm, those as well. They're the funny, different looking shapes that will be white or have different colors to them. And as you were speaking to just about even how you've done your own personal development work to notice, like when something comes up for you and having the awareness to kind of put it in a box and then go process it by yourself or take it to your coach or your containers or anything like that, I think is so beautiful. And I just want to like celebrate you for that as well, because I think again, that's what makes the world and doing business with other people.
1: Thank you. So much
0: more pleasurable and like loving too. Yeah. And, and is huge. Not everyone can do that yet. So I know that takes a lot and that's really beautiful. And then as far as the centers go, when you know the centers and like what comes up for you, You can see it in your clients and help them with that, but also noticing it in yourself. So with the white centers, those are where you tend to take in other people's energetics and then amplify them back. Mm -hmm. So if somebody else is operating more from like a contracted shadow pattern of that center, you'll feel it. And then if you're not aware of it or actively working with it, you might amplify that back too. Whereas if you're aware of it, then you can choose the set point that you want to give back out, or just even how you want to work with essentially that information or data. So for example, you have an open emotional center, I do as mm-hmm. well. And one of the sayings that they have with that is like learn to be a screen, like a window screen rather than a sponge. And my daughter, she's eight and she's going through pre-preebreating and she has a defined emotional center. And so she'll go through her emotional waves and she has really big feelings and we use a lot of, I say, like, let's use our tools, but she'll have really big emotional expressions. And so when I was younger, even before i had her that was really challenging for me sometimes to be around other people's emotional waves because i felt them so intensely mm-hmm. and then i took them on and i'd walk out like i'd walk into the room feeling really centered and grounded and happy and somebody else would be depressed or sad or angry and i'd walk out feeling the same way yeah. and i didn't know why because i was being like a sponge and holding on to their stuff Whereas now, especially with her, it's really clear to me to see like, okay, I just get to be grounded and centered in myself and allow her to kind of have her emotional storm express it. I get to be like a tree. I get to guide her through tools if that feels good and beneficial. Sometimes she just needs to release and I get to be like a screen and just let it like rain wash through me. And then we get to have our experience and, and reconnect and it, I don't have to... Or even for clients, right? Like clients can have really big emotional reactions sometimes. I don't have to like stop what I'm doing and people please or wonder about like really telling them the truth or the strategy of what's going on. Because I know I can hold them through that because I have awareness of like, okay, they're just going through an emotional wave. My temptation might be to hold on to this in the past. And now I can be aware of like, what do I need to do to help myself just be a screen or even process like after a coaching session, different things like that. And know that that's also not an area where I have consistent energetic strength. So if I continue to like support clients in that way, day in, day out. Also knowing too that like, I'll get more drained and need more time Mm -hmm. to like recharge and and different things like that versus like, I do have a lot of emotional tools. And and also in the open centers, you have the capacity to have a lot of great wisdom when you have awareness and process through things. So for me, that looks like having tools and I tend to record things in the moment and then send them off to my clients. So that way they can still get the help, but I'm not drawing from that inconsistent energy source as well
1: does that make sense totally totally yeah that's mm-hmm. really interesting I've noticed it just even in the way that I've been parenting too like mm-hmm. that my parenting also has been shifting and for a while I feel like it was so easy to just want to blame like whoever walked in the room like I was in a mm-hmm. good place like it's on you like why did you have to walk in with all of your whatever yeah and <laughs> now I'm all whatever you know like Yeah, I've been noticing again too. coming back to like the importance of this kind of work of self-awareness and really digging deep within Mm -hmm. yourself is that now when I show up Definitely not always perfectly, like sometimes more than others, but yeah. when I am in a really like beautiful grounded place and i'm am truly like using the tools or like doing having the the rhythms the routines of like self care which I know is a very cliche yeah. and kind of cringy way of saying it, but you know when I'm That's when so I'm, important yeah yeah, when I'm like physically moving my body and moving energy out of my body every single day mm-hmm. when I'm journaling every day when i do i love tapping when I do tapping every day like when I'm doing that, I have a very different kind of presence and capacity yeah. to hold that space for my clients, for my kids. Like my, my kids could be going crazy and being fighting and at each other's throats. And I will just kind of be like, okay, like, you know, take a breath. Like I see that you're feeling a lot. Like I'm noticing that you seem angry right now and can kind of just like help them with yeah. that instead of feeling like I need to fix them. And I think that that carries through, too, in the way that I've been coaching as well and why it's been more recent that all of a sudden, like, the coaching side of my business and, you know, masterminds, like, all of the group stuff, like, has all been taking off because I've really learned how to show up in such a different capacity where it is not my job to fix everybody. It is not my job to give you the solution. The truth is you probably have the solution in your repertoire somewhere like in your awareness Mm -hmm. my job is to just help you navigate the feelings and the process and the thoughts to get to what that solution is and that changes everything it's you know, the opposite extreme of what you're talking about with like the bro marketing, like here's my five step solution. And if you don't do it, my five, these five steps, well, you skip step number three. So that's why you're failing at life. (laughs) You know, like Mm -hmm. we probably should just like start a support group for people, for all of us that have come from that (laughs) culture. (laughs) Um, Yeah, And it feels so good to you Mm. too. Like it just feels, I don't know, it's just such a different experience of life. And Mm. man, I'm just so grateful that I am here where I am and continuing to learn and grow and continuing to have people like yourself, like around and in my space and in my corner. And I don't know, I'm just grateful. So thank you mm-hmm. so much for being here and for being on. And yeah, is there anything else that's coming to mind before we kind of tell people where they can find you and get all more of the goodness of Alicia Nicole and all mm-hmm. the things? Yeah, thank you
0: really is just like taking a moment to like see and celebrate who you are. And even just like, I've I've really loved getting to hear some of your journey. And I'm like, I just want to keep talking to you. and like finding out more. And it's just so cool to also like see the expanded frequencies and how you embody them in your chart. Like you've got the storyteller energy in there. I can hear it. I can see it. It's just, I'm like, when I bask, I'm, like, tell me more stories, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and like feeling your lunar of energy and the way that you move through life and through business and your magnetism and then just different aspects of like your identity, it's just different pieces of your chart that I can mm. see like, Lit up, and like what I know around, like to be able to be at that space to embody at that level, like mm-hmm. the level of work that it takes to get to that space and just how beautiful it is to be in your presence and to be part of your journey and how excited I am to like continue to see your path unfold. And also like a recognition of like, yeah, it takes showing up and doing the work and like looking at your stuff and processing through it and hiring people and getting support and like choosing to go on this journey day in and day out and also reaping the rewards of it. And, That's no small feat. And I really appreciate that you've been on that journey. You're still here and you're going to continue. Like, you're committed to that journey as well. Because for me, obviously, I get to benefit, like, just being in communication and like community with you in that way. But then collectively, like you said, it impacts your family, it impacts your clients, it impacts like locally and globally. And to me, that's like what it's about, too, is like raising the consciousness. And that's how we build a better world. And like, there's so much stuff going on right now that is feels not okay. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel in alignment by any means. And it's Mm -hmm. other people in power and systems that are unsupportive to humanity and to love and and all that kind of stuff that get to shift when more, especially women, right? Like do this kind of work and we continue to step into our power Mm -hmm. and continue to bring in abundance and more sales like the universe to creatively channel through us that gets to start shifting the scale of those things and create a better experience for us as a collective, but also for our children. That really is just like what lights me up and like the bigger picture Mm. of all of it. So I appreciate being on this journey and path with you as well and the work that you've done to, to be in that space to do that.
1: Oh, thank you so much. You have had me in tears and in chills. Aww. So <laughs> a lot, a lot of power. I think in your words there, and yeah, I just have a lot of gratitude. I mean, yeah, it's been a journey, and it it does take a lot of vulnerability. And you know, it's funny. I, I will say one more thing about it that the storyteller thing. Like, what's fascinating to me is that the majority of my life up until. I don't know, six, seven years ago, I was always the quiet one. I just wouldn't really oh, share. God. And then I married somebody that's an incredible storyteller. And so some of our like early arguments were like, no, don't like take over the story because I I know that you tell it better, but I, it's still my story and I was telling it. Like, let me that's finish. So and so navigating that, it's just so funny to hear, you know, kind of like you were saying, like I was reflecting to you, like you have this like intuitive power and presence and like magnetism that you're like, oh, that's so interesting because I actually actively desired that and remember like seeking that out. And the storyteller thing too, it's just, I love hosting this space and the work that I'm doing but it's certainly not been something that I was well-practiced at for many years. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for being here. Where can people find you and follow you and get supported by you?
0: Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has been such a like delicious, soul nourishing experience and like just being able to show up and have these conversations. And I appreciate you hosting and the way that you just like hold this space and the questions you ask and it's just been so fun and gorgeous and I'm definitely excited to I'm like I want to hear some more of those stories so we'll have to keep connecting and for anybody else that would like to connect with me more you can find me on my website at alicia nicole coaching or also on instagram at alicia nicole coaching and that is spelled a-l-i-c-i-a-n-i-c-o-l-e
1: coaching amazing thanks so much for being here Thank you so much for having me. If you enjoyed this podcast today, do us a favor and hit subscribe and then leave us a review. If you're looking for more, you can find us at almondleafstudios.com or on Instagram at almondleaf. Remember, you are enough. You are love, you are light, and you are worthy simply because you exist.